This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. That's exactly right. It happens. And we're a communications company. <laughs> All right. We will then now go to uh, Fox News. We'll get back here. City Hall Insider Paul Osborne. Don't go anywhere. No matter where you are, we're there. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at com. Russia launches its response. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. A barrage of missiles and exploding drones fired into Ukraine. Most were shot down by air defense, but one person was killed in the capital, Kiev. Two injured and civilian infrastructure damaged around Odessa. Moscow often responds to Ukrainian successes with airstrikes. The Kremlin now saying it sees the promised delivery of Western tanks to Ukraine as evidence of growing U.S. and European involvement. Fox's Jonathan Savage. Israeli forces went on the attack today in the West Bank with a raid targeting a refugee camp which is considered a Palestinian militant stronghold. At least nine Palestinians were killed, including a 60-year-old woman. An FDA advisory panel meets today to consider recommending making the COVID vaccine like the once-a-year flu shot. The goal would be to determine in the spring what strains of COVID will pose the biggest threat in the winter so that shots can be available in the fall. In documents released in advance of the meeting, the FDA said most people would only need one dose of the vaccine, quote, to restore protective immunity for a period of time. Fox is telling you, Jay Powers, former President Trump can tweet again, though he hasn't, and soon another ban imposed after the 2021 Capitol riot will be lifted. In the coming weeks, he can use Facebook uh, and Instagram again. Um, I mean, of course, there are guardrails, there are rules. He's got to play by the, the rules. That's Meta, Global Affairs President Nick Clegg. The former president wrote on his Truth Social platform, this should never happen again to a sitting president, adding... Facebook's lost billions of dollars since his removal. At Cape Canaveral, Florida at 4.30 this morning. Three, two, one. SpaceX launched a Falcon 9 rocket with its heaviest payload yet, carrying 56 more Starlink Internet service satellites into orbit. Tonight, we'll get our closest encounter ever recorded from an asteroid. Said to be the size of a delivery truck that'll pass us by just 2,200 miles away from Earth. America's listening to Fox News. My friend had his home stolen. The crime is home title theft. It's real. It's horrendous, but it's real, and it's everywhere. Now, luckily, this was just a demo, but I saw how criminals all around the world target American homeowners, and that's why I protect my home with home title lock, and you need to as well. And a thief can simply forge your signature on a legal document claiming you sold your home to them. Homeowners insurance and common identity theft programs do not protect you, but home title lock does. So protect yourself. Just go to their website. It's HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Verify your home's title is still safely in your name. Then just register your address for a free, no-obligation home title report for your files. That is a $100 value, absolutely free. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean, HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. They still haven't figured out a motive in Monterey Park, California, where a gunman murdered 11 people, then killed himself Saturday. Investigators have not found any connection between the 72-year-old and his victims. Vice President Harris went there yesterday, again calling for stricter gun laws. We've already had in our country this year already, we're, we're in January, um, it's estimated over 40 mass killings already. The court appearance for the accused killer in a double shooting on Monday in San Mateo County was postponed yesterday till next month. Suspected Half Moon Bay shooter Chin Lu Zhao charged with seven counts of murder and one count of attempted murder. Officials say they believe Zhao acted alone using a legally owned semi-automatic handgun to open fire at the Mountain Mushroom Farm, his place of work, and at a nearby location, killing seven and injuring one other. The surviving victim in stable condition. Police say evidence suggests this was workplace violence. That's Fox's Kristen Goodwin. Later this hour, we'll get an update on economic growth expected to show a slight slowdown last quarter. President Biden will go to Virginia later today to tout a resilient economy and job growth as he and House Republicans remain far apart on something that could affect the economy. Whether to raise the debt limit. The White House insists the debt limit is not something that should be tied to conditions. Kentucky Republican Senator Rand Paul disagrees. President Biden says he won't negotiate over raising the debt ceiling. 
I have news for him. He absolutely will negotiate. Polls says conservatives in the Senate and the House are in agreement. A debt limit boost can only come with reforms to spending. Those demands are being met with criticism from Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. I think it's important to show how extreme these people are, how far out they are. The Treasury Department has told lawmakers a debt limit increase is needed by June. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Now ahead of that GDP growth report, stock futures are now rising. I'm Dave Anthony and this is Fox News. At Milliken University, we know academics are undoubtedly central to the experience. But college is so much more than that. A Milliken education means you pave the way of your own future and continue to follow your passions after high school graduation. With over 75 organizations and clubs, active Greek life, nationally renowned performing arts, and championship athletics, you're sure to find your fit on Milliken's thriving campus. Your future starts at Milliken. Submit the free application for admission at milliken.edu slash apply. Do you know what to do when a car is pulled over on the side of the road? First, reduce your speed. Second, change lanes if possible. Third, proceed with caution. These three simple steps can be the difference between life and death. The next time you're on the road, do the right thing. Slow down, move over, and drive like your life and their life depends on it. Sponsored by the Illinois Broadcasters Association. Aired in cooperation with this station. Thanks to the AAA Auto Club for their financial support in the airing of this message. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 storm team forecast today. We've got a chance of some snow till noon. It's going to be mostly cloudy today with a high near 28. Tonight's mostly cloudy, then clearing up as the night goes on, low around 19. For Friday, mostly cloudy and windy with a high near 40. And Saturday, 30% chance of rain afternoon, cloudy with a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is just 22 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.06. Today's Thursday. You know what that means. City Hall insider Paul Osborne in the studios. We'll check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on sports and our friends from Richland Community College. The company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. You want great history, trip down memory lane. So many reasons to love the uh, Tribune. I was uh, reading about Admiral Byrd, uh, and how do you get all this stuff, Paul? Like every week. Yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy. Been around long enough? <laughs> yeah, you live long enough. You have every story in town. <laughs> well, who was Admiral Byrd? Don't you remember him? The experience in the North Pole? Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I mean, the name I do, but I don't know the connection to Decatur. Well, he visited Decatur. Okay. And, yeah, and uh, there's a story about uh, an experience he had here that didn't make the papers for uh some person uh, took him for a, a place where he could rest and kind of refresh himself, and I think he really appreciated that because, I mean, he was like a megastar, you know, coming to Decatur. 1931. Yeah. So, no, I wasn't around then to, no. to witness but, that person. But he was a uh, an aviator, right? And and then, of course, the, the Polar uh, Express thing was the big uh, historical thing. It was crazy when you think back at a time like, you know, presidents and, and uh, explorers and, you know, athletes and travel by train and go city to city. It was just a different time. It was. And we had presidential candidates uh, coming through and uh, stopping here by train. You know, yeah. like Harry Truman, and I remember not too long after I started in business on the other side of this building here, uh, when uh, Barry Goldwater came by train to Decatur, and I could look out my office window and and see the him down there in the railroad crossing. Yeah, Richard Nixon, John F. Kennedy, yeah, was a, a and, lot. And then, and Jimmy Carter, he, you know, he came to Decatur before he's president, and President Reagan came to Decatur. He flew in; he didn't come by train, and. Uh, 
Yeah, there, uh, over the over the years, we've had a lot of clout with uh, Skinny Taylor and some of those Republican chairmen, and, and on the Democrat side also. We also don't yeah. do those nicknames anymore, unless you're in the mob. Skinny, <laughs> yeah. you write about Tiny today. You know, there was. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love that. Well, it was like you know, Tiny Hill. We had uh, the big band leader. He's 370 pounds. He's out of Decatur in Central Illinois, and. Jack Fleener and some others uh, wrote and said, you know, I used to mow his yard or I used to pump gas in his limousine when I was in high school. It's just like, you know, there's a lot of connections going to experience. I mean, something as simple as pumping gas into a, a big guy's car, you know, here all these years later. Yeah. You know, that's a memory that's just stuck in the mind. Of, and uh, someone wrote the other day and said, uh, my dad used to play in his band, you know, so – you look around Decatur and you write something like that and you ask where I get a lot of this. A lot of that is feedback from people who had connections, you know, to Admiral Byrd or, or, or Tiny Hill or about anyone that you want to mention in there. That uh, uh, Decatur had a lot of celebrities come through, you know, back in the day and, and still today to a certain extent, but not to the extent that they attracted the attention that they did because uh, you didn't have the media well, yeah, back we then. Well, yeah, live in a different world. Yeah. Uh, for sure. I mean, you know, even as I, you know, look over, uh, you know, at the Lincoln Theater and you think about all the the acts that came through there and it was not Houdini by the way. That was one of the uh, the misnomers about uh, the history of the theater. Was it Blackstone? Or let everybody out of the theater when, when there was a, a fire. fire? Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, I thought it was part of the act. Uh but he got everybody out to safety. There yeah. is still debate whether Houdini ever performed there or not. I don't think I thought that had been proved to not be true. I thought that issue disappeared. Ah, <laughs> sorry. <buddy poop. laughs> all right. <laughs> there we go. Hey, you can read all about Tiny. <laughs> it is. Tiny uh, Hill uh, in today's uh, City Beat column uh, and the great history there. Let me ask you this, though. Um, we are uh, – I know Dr. Morris has been doing interviews with the school board candidates. You can get those uh, on the podcast page. Go to the, the Morris Code. Uh, I think she's had three in so far. Um, but we've got a, a council race uh, uh, and a school board race, and I'm not hearing much. No, I'm not getting any feedback from my readers, particularly, I think, in the council race. And when you think about it, we're only four weeks away from today before early voting starts. I mean, that's going to go by in the blink of an eye. And uh, I have heard uh, more from uh, uh, the school board candidates. Okay. But, uh, of course, the election, uh, certainly city council election, the mayor's election, she's already elected, reelected because uh, she has no opponent. And uh, you have uh, four candidates running for three seats on the city council, and there's really not a lot of excitement being built. You know, I think Carl Coleman, who's kind of the outsider in this race, who hasn't been on the city council before, uh, he's been going around and holding some meetings and, and some gatherings and, and getting better acquainted with people. So I think he's out you know, making an effort to get better known, although what he's on the county board now, and he, he got some publicity that way. But uh, you wonder about the turnout, too, that's going to happen in this election when uh, it's so low profile. And I think probably the most publicity, when it comes, if it comes, will be in the school board race because, you know, what, you have eight candidates running for three seats. So it's going to be kind of competitive as we get down the stretch. Yeah, I, I, well, for sure. Uh, and and I, I'm sure I think there's kind of this January bubble. People get through the holidays, winter, you know, before they get rolling. I mean, we do have some time. I mean, it's a month away from, as you said, early voting, but we're a few months away from Election Day. I think they'll probably get out there. Yeah, I would hope so. Uh, both of these elections are extremely important as you, as you've emphasized so many times you know this is this is kind of this is here uh, these people have direct impact on your life more so than than uh, any other elected office uh, uh, you know unless we go to war or something uh, you know nationally and i think uh, you know your taxes go to support uh, the school district taxes go to what the the city council will be doing and and they have been doing so i think you reach into your pocket and uh, you examine your money, and it's just like well, you're putting your money. Right. It's, it's not even just money. It, I, I'd love to know what the percentage is. Like, like if you could see a graph chart of the people who get on social media and complain about something, 
school district, city council, and overlay that with a graph of the people who actually vote in those elections. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd be staggered. It's almost, well, it, it's easier, I guess, just to whine and complain instead of actually even getting out and spending 10 minutes to go vote. And it really doesn't take very long. Uh, you know, I early vote. I usually early vote about a week ahead of the election. I want to make sure nothing major happens by voting too early. But I just go over to the county building. It's a block away. You know, I walk in. Uh, a lot of the time I go over there. and uh, I did I that in like, November, uh, you know, for the first time. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Yeah. It is. And say I probably 10, 15 minutes from my office over there, vote back. And it, and it's just like, why, how, why can you complain and then not do something as simple as that? I, you know, I, I, I believe I, I, I early, I did one thing. I, we had to go on vacation one time, one year. I don't know what that was. I remember going and doing that, but it's been years and years. So I voted early in November, uh, because I hadn't been in that office for a very long time and they had a buyers and company mug, uh, on the front counter with pins. <laughs> That mug's got to be 20 years old. It's like, I thought, like, well, there you go. Did you feel at home? No, it was like the remnants of Steve Bean. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, they do a great job over there. And as yeah. you said, or you can mail in, you can do all this stuff. I, I, you know, I, I think you'll see the Republican Party, or at least I hope, come around on this mail-in voting thing. You know, they, they've kind of made it to where it's like, like something murky or, or you know, bad. Why would you not change the way we vote? Yeah. I, I mean, you're, you're going to like hold, I mean, with all the technological advances we have in life, you're going to go, nope, we're going to do this the exact same way we did it in the 1950s. Well, I think that's, that's really a good point. And it also shows that you have, uh, uh, fewer excuses today for not voting. You can't say, oh, I was working late or, or I couldn't do this. Weather, or the weather was, was bad. bad. Yeah. yeah you, if you want to vote there, you can vote. And it's as simple as that. And if you don't vote, it's because you don't want to bother. Right. But but the Republicans, you know, 10 years ago were in and particularly here in Illinois, all for mail in ballots. And then all of a sudden Trump says no. And then Darren Bailey says no. And then they just got trounced. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and then I, they go now. Why would you I, I, I just don't know why you want to make that pool smaller. No, and I think also when you when you look at as, as you mentioned the advances we've made in in just about every area of our lives, you know, you you have to keep step with what's happening, and uh, and because something is new doesn't mean that it's crooked or bad. No. It's in many ways uh, it's easier to check the validity of of, uh, yes. of a new process. Yes, yeah. and and but but this but the 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 illusion that has been created is that there's this all of this stealing and cheating, all this stuff going on and people don't trust the system it's it's a strategy i do not understand because you just keep making your pool of voters smaller and smaller and smaller meanwhile the other side keeps growing and grow how are you going to win an election that way yeah a, a lot of what happens today doesn't make any sense that but way keep telling yeah. people their vote doesn't count you, you know we don't want you to mail it from home even in, during a pandemic we want you to do i i it, it doesn't from a strategy point of view make any sense at all have you ever seen a time when when uh, more people who lose elections have complained that there was cheating. I mean, we had that nationwide in a couple of races, the race for governor. Yeah. Uh, where? In Arizona, was it? Yeah, Carrie Lake. Yeah, that uh, that uh, she really didn't lose that election. And it's, it's almost maybe that's part of it, too, that people say, well, you know, I voted for her or I didn't vote for her. What's she talking about? And I think we've created this environment where people are suspicious of votes being counted. But here's the thing, though, that and, and I mean this, there's no political attachment to this next conversation. R.D., red, blue. But you're a sucker if you fall for this stuff. She's raised $2.5 million after Election Day because there's so many people that will buy into these fraud claims. I mean, these people don't even believe it themselves. They are using you. Yeah. And it's it's a good way to raise funds in this day and age. Yeah, and then the way that happens is they get a. You know, I mean, you know, it's not like it all goes into like a account that they can only use. You know, when they're running for office. I mean, this thing's a money machine. Yeah, that's the cynical part of me. Is like they don't even believe it. No. Yeah. Yeah. If they believe that it might make make a little bit of difference, and and that's not saying that somewhere along the line, you know, uh, maybe someone's vote wasn't yeah. counted. And by the way, yeah. less than a quarter of those contributions are from Arizona. Yeah. 
So when they do this steel thing, they're not even talking to their constituents. This is a national thing where the, it's just it's a money grab. Well, I think you you bring it down to kind of where this conversation started, that uh, on the local level, I think Josh does an amazing job, you know, and and it's just like you think your your vote's not going to count. No, but people like Josh across this country have had their lives threatened, their families threatened. uh, You know, people have quit in droves because of this. I mean, we, we have to stop this nonsense. The answer is go vote. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can stop the nonsense if you honestly go vote because your vote will count. And if you vote for school board members, you vote for city council, you know, you can count on that ballot being uh, count worthy, you know, when they when they are counted. Now, will mistakes be made? Sure. I mean, uh, they're human, but I'm saying but they're not human. I mean, they're not. The mistakes do not rise to changing the outcome of an election. They never have. No. And uh, I think when uh, and we had a, uh, the case here with the, the sheriff's race, yep. you know, it took a long time. Yeah, it took a long time. But the, the, the right answer came out of that. And uh, and that wasn't because of any kind of fraud involved. It was because of a few votes that just unintentionally weren't counted. But it was corrected. It took a while, yep. but it was corrected. And I think we need to also shows the importance of you, you, you know when you look at the ridiculously small amounts of people that actually vote in those races and how much one, two, three, five, twelve votes can make. Well, that's really a good point because you know if, if you voted in that election or if you didn't vote in that election, you had impact in that share race because it was so close and to say well my vote doesn't count i'm not going to vote sure did there and it does in other races too so uh i've always voted and i've always felt it's responsibility to not only vote but to know who you're voting for and in your mind why you're voting for those people well we got important election coming up the the city council and uh the school board and others uh that are out there as you said those people have way more impact on your day-to-day life than anything that happens in springfield or washington dc well i think they also need a vote of confidence those people who do win i mean if you win and you 10 percent of the people voted I mean, you got to realize 90% of the people, they didn't care whether you were elected no. or not. And so I, they're busy I, on Facebook criticizing you. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have time they, to vote. Yeah. They don't have time to vote, but they have hours they can spend criticizing uh, your vote. Let me ask you, you know, because I, I know you guys, you know, you use social media. I'm always, uh, uh, I, I get sort of a, a, a kick out of like the people that don't even live here that comment on stuff. Oh, yeah. Who has time to go to somebody else's town? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's one thing. Like, you have ridiculous stance in the world, but hey, at least you're here. You're part of the team. I, I, I don't understand people who, like, you, you know, how much time do you have? Like, I mean, how many towns are you following? Yeah. Yeah. They, they must have a full time job doing that, keeping track of all the towns in the, in the country. But, and we have people who leave here that have gone here. But, 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 but they've been gone years. for 25 years, and they want to tell you exactly what's going on in the community they don't live in. Yeah, and it's changed since they were here. It, yes, yeah. it has. It was 25 years ago. Yeah, oh, I think people, you know, can reflect, and and we do this as you mentioned with the, uh, you know, a lot of the scrapbook articles and that. You can reflect on a different time and a different era. Right. But that's in the past. You know where it's I don't want to live is when Tiny Hill was popular. <laughs> no yeah. air conditioning. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the thing you see. You, you dream about those days, you know, and then you think, you know, what didn't we have back then? What do we have today? What was life expectancy <laughs> at that time, right? Yeah, what, 25? Well, you can <laughs> listen. We, we learn from history. History is important, and, and I value it, and I love reading about it, and I love the look back stuff. Yeah. But you got to look forward, too. Well, we don't live in the past. I mean, we can visit the past. Really? Just talk, start talking about building a new school. Yeah. And, well, I think that's why uh, the path we... When we I was the there past. as a freshman in 1948... Yeah, we tied our horses to that rail in front of the main hall. They, uh, and I think, you know, these things that are written and, and done in our community, you know, we learn from them. Yeah. And you would think you would learn this is a better way to do this. Yes. Times have changed, and so this is how the community changed. Yes. And what we had back then was great, and we right. enjoyed it, but that's we're here now. And, and for the people who want one vote one day, I want to take away all your banking privileges. You do anything, you got to physically drive to the bank and you got to go in there and you got to talk to someone. 
Well, I'm glad you're not in the banking business. No, I'm <laughs> saying, I mean, in every other aspect of our life, right? I, I mean, we don't, I can't tell you last time I was in the bank. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know this last week we received a, a letter from a person that, you know, they like reading the Tribune and they said it kind of reminds me of the time when I, I set type for the Moultrie County News. You know, she was a typesetter. It was reflect, you know, uh, the newspaper production has changed. That's a precious memory to her. Right. I'm but sure. you're not going back to it anytime no, soon. And, and I don't want to go back to the way we did the paper when I, I first had the paper 50 years ago. You know, it was a lot more difficult to, to lay the paper out then. Sure. And, and, you know, now it's all digital. You know, we lay it out in a digital format. I don't want to go back to those days. <laughs> I, those days were special and precious and special yeah. memories. Have great memories. But, but I don't want to put the paper out that way anymore. Let's be smarter. <laughs> Paul, good stuff. Be careful out there. It's uh, slippery. It is. And uh, watch your, your feet and your car, right? Nick's got your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. City Hall Insider, Paul Osborne. Back with more after this. Today, we've got a chance of snow up until around noon. It'll be mostly cloudy, high near 28. Tonight, mostly cloudy, then becoming clear with a low around 19. For Friday, mostly cloudy and windy, high near 40. And Saturday, 30% chance of rain afternoon. Cloudy with a high of 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is just 22 degrees. Your WSOY time is 725. One night only. Save the date for Cirque Zuma Zuma at the Kirkland Fine Arts Center, February 4th. As seen on America's Got Talent, this troupe of acrobats and dancers will amaze you with nonstop action and incredible feats, showcasing a variety of traditional African dance, including South African gumboot dancers, Gabonese tumblers, Tanzanian chair and handstand balancing, contortionists, and more. Join us for this exciting family-friendly event. Get your tickets now at kirklandfinearts.com or call 217-424-6318. John, the price of groceries is enough to send somebody into a panic mode these days. Yeah, especially when the refrigerator goes kaput. Even more so. We got a call from a customer who had that problem with a freezer load of those expensive groceries. And that'll keep you awake at night just thinking about it. Right. So, because Dick Van Dyke stocks the 100 most used parts, we were able to send a factory-trained tech out to her place to fix the problem before she lost any of that food. And he wasn't some subcontractor either. Trained right here locally by the team of Dick Van Dyke. You know one way to fight inflation? Yep. Keep from having to buy expensive stuff twice. Yes, you got that right. This is Dennis Regan, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, you get the whole store, which means you have the comfort of knowing that if anything goes wrong, we'll make it right. Wow! You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. I'm uh, just happy to let that play. That's a great song. So it was also a television show. Oh, Rescue Me with Dennis Leary? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, who was that? Was that Fontella? Uh, who was? Sisters. Huh? The Fontella sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also a, a long-running TV show called Rescue Me with Dennis Leary. Mm-hmm. I, I really, that was back in the day where you didn't have the on-demand that mm-hmm. you have now. So I would catch that periodically, but never really watched it from beginning to end. Yeah, solid. FX. I, I felt like sometimes it was really solid, mm-hmm. sometimes not as much. Yeah, probably right. Are you a Dennis, and I kind of feel that way about Dennis Leary as a whole. Like, I small doses for me. I'd probably take him. I, I liked him as an actor. I liked him as a stand-up. I liked him as an MTV personality. He was great as an MTV yeah. personality, but those were always little, little sound yeah. bites. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And as a stand-up, there were a couple of really good ones. Yep. 
I like him when I hear him talking with other comedians about the craft. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. He's great in that. It's not a dislike. I'm just saying it's hit or miss for me. Uh, He was really good in Animal Kingdom. Uh, He played one of the son's dads. Like Ellen Barkin had like the three sons and they all had different dads and they would show up periodically. uh, uh, And he was one of those. So it was great because it wasn't like, you know, 22 episodes. It was just here or there. Fair enough. That works. Because he has a persona Mm -hmm. that even when he's acting is still him. Mm-hmm. we got to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. This is R.J. Crace with your stories now. The Illinois Sheriff's Association has announced they'll be awarding over $58,000 in college scholarships throughout the state to students wishing to pursue higher education during the 2023-24 school year. The scholarships are to be applied to tuition, books, and fees only. Students must be enrolled full-time at a certified institution of higher learning within Illinois. Online learning is acceptable. Milliken will host the first of two high school-level VEX robotics competitions on campus on Saturday. Doors open to competitors at the Decatur Indoor Sports Center at 8 a.m. Saturday morning. Awards will be handed out at 4 p.m. that afternoon. Just because the winter storm is over doesn't mean all the roads are back to normal just yet, so be careful out there. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit NowDecatur.com. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. Ukraine's top general says air defense has shot down 47 of the 55 missiles fired by the Russian military today. At least one death is reported in the capital, Kiev. We're told two critical energy infrastructure facilities were hit in the Odessa region. The Kremlin now saying it sees the promised delivery of Western tanks to Ukraine as evidence of growing U.S. and European involvement. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. A California judge rules video associated with a hammer attack on former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, should be made public. News agents He's asked for copies of it, but the San Francisco DA's office refused, saying people could manipulate it to spread false information. Fox, the New York Times, and others argued prosecutors could debunk false information by releasing the footage. Fox's John Lato. The economy is reported to have grown at an annual rate of 2.9% in the last quarter of last year. America's listening to Fox News. the Argena Ice Fest 2023, Saturday, February 11th, complete with kids' activities, chili cook-off, yummy food at Bargenta, Jason's Pool Hall, Cups and Cones Bake Sale Treats, and more, plus music by Sidewalk Stompers. Elm Street in Argena will be lined with ice sculptures by Olympic gold medalist Eric Kendall. Check out live demonstrations at 11, 1, and 3 with a vendor fair at the high school. Argena Ice Fest 2023, downtown Argena on Saturday, February 11th. Check out the Argena Ice Fest event on Facebook. At the Community Foundation of Macon County, we're welcoming in 2023 with resolutions that are impactful and achievable. This is Rachel Moran, and I invite you to celebrate the generosity of donors and join us in making a transformational impact. As your homegrown community foundation, we are here to show you how you can support Macon County and address our community's most pressing needs and opportunities. If you're unsure what cause or organization you'd like to support, we can work with you to discover your charitable passions and determine where your giving will have the greatest impact. We're committed to our vision of building philanthropic resources so we can create a community where all residents live, learn, work, and thrive. As we renew that commitment in 2023, please join us in making one more resolution we can all keep to proceed with empathy and generosity. For more information, call us today at 429-3000 or visit makingcountygives.org. A little slippery out there in spots, so be careful. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today we've got a chance of snow to noon, mostly cloudy, high near 28. Tonight mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly clear, low around 19. For Friday, mostly cloudy and windy with a high of 40. And Saturday, a 30% chance of rain afternoon, cloudy, and a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 22 degrees. Your WSOY time is 733.
Tupper on Sports on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Back here on a Thursday. Each and every weekday morning, we check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. All right, let's start with the NFL. Well, we got a f- couple of football games on Sunday, uh, conference championship games with a nice reward. Uh, the two winners will meet on Sunday, February 12th in the Super Bowl in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, these Sunday games are at 2 o'clock. That's the NFC Championship game, San Francisco 49ers against the Philadelphia Eagles. That game televised on Fox. And then at 5.30, the AFC Championship, Cincinnati Bengals against the Kansas City Chiefs. That came over on CBS. Meanwhile, there are head coaching searches going on, uh, the most intriguing of which involves Sean Payton, whose rights are held for two more years by his former team, the New Orleans Saints. So an interested team doesn't merely convince Sean Payton he's their guy. They have to work out a trade to get him. And the last time we had a situation like this, was in 2002 when Tampa Bay, uh, looking to replace Tony Dungy, traded two first-round picks and two second-round picks to get John Gruden. Uh, This time, four teams have called the Saints for permission to speak with Peyton. Houston, Denver, Arizona, and Carolina. The Indianapolis Colts also have an opening, but so far they have not asked for permission to talk to Sean Payton. Each team has different assets, uh, things that they could offer to the Saints in a trade and inducements that could be appealing to Sean Payton to make him want to say, that's where I want to sign. That's that's the team I want to be with. And right now we're sort of in the slow dance phase uh, where everyone is sizing up each other to see how all this feels. Um, also important to Sean Payton is power. Who will give him power over the roster. He wants influence on free agent signings. He wants influence on the draft, who uh, who he keeps, who he lets go. Um, so uh, all of this is uh, really interesting, and we'll see how all this plays out. Also of interest, and this bears watching, if Kansas City wins it all, there is speculation that Chiefs head coach Andy Reid will retire. Um, Don't know if that will happen, and obviously things have to go their way in order for him to ride off into the sunset as a Super Bowl champ. But that would be huge, too, because be a long line of people who would like to be Patrick Mahomes' next head coach. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. The Sean Payton stuff I think is really interesting. It'll be fun to have him back in the game. All right. On the other side of the break, we'll do a little basketball with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. It's brought to you by First National Bank, the quality bank now open in downtown Decatur. Hi, this is Dale Coley from Dale Southlake Pharmacy and Coley's Corner Drugs. Let me tell you about my friends at First National Bank. Reliable customer service with a personal touch is important for my stores, and the team at FMB has been amazing. They helped us get set up with the types of financial accounts that we need to make sure we are always taken care of with our service providers, payment gateways, vendors, and our very valued customers. They're always available to me with two convenient locations in Decatur. Thanks, FNB. Member FDIC. Back here with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. All right, basketball. Bronny James, uh, the son of LeBron James, has been named to McDonald's All-American game. He's the only player named to this game who has not committed to a college. And he's listing three finalists, Oregon, Southern California, and Ohio State. Um, I saw the pictures this summer of him posing in a Buckeyes uniform uh, when he was on campus. Of course, LeBron is from the state of Ohio. Um, I think the feeling is that he will be wherever he goes for college for one year. Um, The goal is for him to play in the NBA with or against his father, LeBron. Uh, Bronny's a 6'3 guard. He's a lot smaller than dad, but very talented. And um, so we'll watch and see two of those schools. If you count USC now as a a Big Ten school, two of those schools are from the Big Ten. Speaking of the Big Ten, and this is my take after 
continuing to watch games all the time. This is the deepest league in the country. Uh, it does not mean that they're the best league in the country. In fact, I'm not even sure the league is positioned for a strong, deep showing in the NCAA tournament, with the exception of Purdue. And uh, Purdue is is an interesting team because their one gimmicky defense against Zach Eady and a cold shooting night from three from being knocked out early in the tournament. And at the same time, um, they're also capable of riding the giant all the way to the final four. But there are 12 dangerous teams in the league, depending on current health, where the game is being played. Um, a lot of these teams can beat any of the other teams in the league on any given night. And a, really a case in point is Wisconsin, who Illinois plays Saturday in Madison. Last night, the Badgers lost to Maryland and Wisconsin has now lost five of its last six, uh, I still think that's a dangerous team, very capable, particularly when they're playing in Madison. And now they're certainly desperate and uh, returning home. So 2 o'clock game Saturday for Illinois will be a challenge. Uh, sport talk tonight. Hope you can join us from 5 to 6. Tim Kane will be in the studio with me. We'll be visiting with our friend Kedrick Prince, who is a uh, Illini basketball and football recruiting analyst. Uh, we'll talk some some of that. We'll talk some NBA playoffs, and we'll talk a little bit uh, about Chip Carey, who is the uh, uh, new uh, TV voice for the St. Louis Cardinals. We'll talk about Harry Carey's grandson being the guy for the Cardinals. All right, Mark, we look forward to it. We appreciate it. Check it out tonight at 5 o'clock Sport Talk. If you can't listen to live podcast, we'll be available at nauticator.com. Bronny James, by the way, and I'm not a fan or a hater, no opinion whatsoever. The second lowest ranked of that entire McDonald's all-star team. It's 28th. Yeah. And there's there's a thirty. Mm-hmm. So if his last name isn't James, I mean he's not the. I, I mean, without the popularity of Pops, which is you can't take that out. I get it. Yeah. It maybe makes people watch. He he deserves on the list, not in the headline, uh, on merit. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, but what I'm saying is he barely passes the merit test. Yeah, he's not. I, I didn't rank him. Yeah. I know. Uh, I no, mean, I, he's I'm one saying, of the top twenty. If the Illini signed him, Champagne would would be uh, up but, all but night. They with were that parade. way with Michael Jordan's kid, and and it didn't translate into anything. I mean, Le- yeah. LeBron's bigger than Michael Jordan. No, LeBron's son is better than okay, than okay. Jeffrey. I, I, I don't doubt that, but I'm saying if you look at the list, Kentucky's got a number one, oh, a number yeah. two, a number three, and, and you don't even really know good. their names. Right. Yeah, the number one player's last name's Edwards, but you're right. I mean, you're right. And not, it's not from a hateful point of view. It's just he's going to get – and it's also a curse to him, too. I mean, it's not just one way. Yeah, one of the recruiters from college is actually saying that it's so difficult to to even get to recruit him because you have to go through the publicist to get to go to the mom to then get to go. And so it's almost not – there's not as many eyeballs on him from that way because yeah. they can't get to him. And, and so if – It's you, a hindrance. Right. Well, that that's their own mechanism. Correct. I'm talking about just the public pressure to live up to everything right. for him. But there's one person uh, in this entire tournament, you know, that that is ranked lower than him mm-hmm. at 30. Sure. And so there's a lot of other players that I sure I assure you are going into this going, why is this guy getting all the attention? Probably right. I'm number two. Right. <laughs> He's 28. Mm-hmm. But that's the price of fame. It sure is. I, will, I mean, I, it won't make Not me watch it fame. one way or another. <laughs> well, no, that's Man. the price of being around fame. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I, like I said, I don't. He doesn't have. He's not as big as LeBron, right? No, I mean, he doesn't have the size. He's a guard. Yeah. I mean, and he's improving, but he's not. You know, elite. LeBron's high school games are on pay per view, straight to the NBA. Right. This isn't that. And, and it's also, and, and as the big news in the NBA is LeBron approaching Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's mm-hmm. scoring record. Yeah. Important to note, not that it changes anything, but because he went straight into the NBA, he's going to have a four-year advantage over Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in just length of time playing and scoring. Yeah. Lou Alcindor was at UCLA. For four years. Mm-hmm. Won four yeah, then, championships. Did, didn't he play in the A? Well, yeah, I don't know. He played for Milwaukee. uh, Yeah. But my point being, though, is like, I mean, not that it means anything, but when he gets that record, he had a built-in advantage of his first four years. Jabbar was in college. Right. 
And that doesn't mean he doesn't have the all-time record. I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Right. But, yeah, the, the, to be a son of that, that's probably incredibly hard. I mean, that's got to be tough. And it was almost like Jeffrey Jordan wasn't good enough to have that expectation put on him. He anyway, had the star power. Just the, he had and, the name. And, and you bring him because you want Michael Jordan in the stands. Yep. Uh, owning an apartment there downtown Champaign. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a... why it's worth having the kid. Yeah, Le- This guy's kids. got enough talent yeah. that it's like, I, you know, I don't know. Wouldn't it be cool if if somehow he he got to play with his kid on on the court in the NBA? I think that'd be neat to see. I, it's okay. I, I like I said, I, I'm not I'm not a hater and I'm not a a, 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 a chasing it all the other way. Yeah. I, it's okay. Yeah, I guess. If I it mean, worked out. I you, think you got all kinds neat. of fathers and sons. The Griffies. I, I mean, in, that in was the history fun. of sports. I had fun with that. Yeah, it's there's but it's not unique. I just feel like the, everything LeBron does is like considered to be some kind of. It's happened a hundred times. <laughs> J.J. Watts got three brothers. I mean, three of them playing in the NFL. What are the odds of that? Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty crazy. Basketball starting to be that way with with siblings. Sure. Yeah, where you're just I mean, that makes sense. It's genetic, yeah. right? I mean, but I mean, I would think that the J.J. Watt two other brothers in the NFL thing yeah. is a bigger deal than a father and a son. I mean, three siblings in the NFL. Yeah, but you might only be an, a year older than your brother. I mean, no, I'm just talking about the odds. Yeah. I mean, if you're LeBron's kid, the DNA, I would assume, means you're going to be an athlete. Yeah. You think uh, Steffi Graf and Andre Agassi's kids aren't going to be tennis players? Sure could be. Yeah. That's not surprising. The idea that a mom and dad had three kids. Yeah. That ended up being good enough to be in the NFL. Yeah, they. Uh, in Tentacupos, Giannis is, has two brothers on in the NBA, too. All right. We got to take a break. Richland's coming up next. We'll tell you about, uh, well, we've got the annual giving and alumni engagement coordinator, the assistant vice president of institutional advancement. Lauren and Julie will join us. A lot to get to here. Stay tuned. As the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned, would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both give actionable insights you can use now that could protect your savings in uncertain times. Absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. My doctor told me my cholesterol is borderline, so I took control with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Garlic helps maintain healthy cholesterol safely and naturally. It's odor and taste free, and Garlic is a world leader in garlic potency. I'm taking charge of my cholesterol with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. We are back here on a Thursday, uh, each and every Thursday morning at this time. We welcome in guests from uh, Richland Community College and uh, our great pleasure to welcome Laura McGinnis to the program. How are you doing this morning? I'm great. How are you? You know, it's uh, cold uh, and the wind chill, I just looked at my phone, is nine degrees uh, right now. So be careful out there. There's some slick spots uh, after we had the snow and then the melt. And then the freezing cold coming in overnight. Uh, take your time getting to work today. Lauren's the annual giving and alumni engagement coordinator. Uh, what does that mean exactly? So I am working with donors, planning events, planning fundraisers. And I'm also engaging our alumni, tracking where they're going, what they're doing, and all the great things that they're doing in our community. That's got to be tough. How many alumni? Any idea? Ballpark? I don't have a ballpark. I mean, it's got to be a big number. Well, it depends on how you look at it. There's people that come and take a class for dual credit, and there's yeah. people that come and finish a degree. So once we kind of broaden our, our what we think of as alumni, that makes it a huge number. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, just over 50 years. I mean, that you know, you've got to be talking about like you know tens of thousands and thousands of people. Uh, all right. So um, talk to me about ways that you can give back. Uh, you've got a couple of things coming up: uh, a blood drive and some other things. But there's a lot of ways you can give. Yeah. Um, so with the 50th anniversary, we just wanted to take a step back and realize that we wouldn't be where we were without the community. So we wanted to have a day of giving to give back and encourage our employees to participate. 
So we wanted to give them a couple different ways. There's a couple different ways you can give back. On Friday, February 3rd from 9 to 2, we're going to be supporting the Red Cross with a blood drive in the Schilling Community Education Center. Okay. Um, we're also going to be doing on Thursday, February 2nd and 3rd, collecting items for a various amount of organizations in the community. We asked our employees who they wanted to support, and we have a, a good list. We've got Altrusa International, Project Read Plus, The Pantry at Richland, which is supported by the Good Samaritan Inn, Heritage Behavioral Health Center, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Central Illinois, Dove, um, the Humane Society of Decatur and Macon County, and Decatur Block by Block. So a good variety of different organizations supporting different needs. Um, we have a list on our website of items that these organizations need. So we encourage community members or employees to come to uh, Schilling on those days, Thursday, February 3rd, and Friday, February Thursday, February 2nd, and Friday, February 3rd, and donate these items, talk to those representatives, and give back. And on Friday, we're actually having a community uh, celebration. So we can just celebrate um, that day of giving 50 years and celebrate with these organizations. All right. This is, I think we've had a Papa Murphy's reference every day this week. Am I, am I not mistaken? Correct. Because we were talking about their community involvement. I know they were on with uh, Soy City Buzz on Monday. And there we go. Uh, lunch provided by Papa Murphy's Pizza. <laughs> so, uh, just another example of the, uh, the great companies that we have in this community that constantly give back. Now, you guys, do you have a goal for this as far as, uh, the money that you want to raise? Um, we just wanted to give people a different option. Maybe you don't want to come and get items, but you would like to donate money. So okay. we do have the link at www.richland.eu dash give back. Okay. Um, we do hope to raise $5,000 and you can designate on there what you would like your gift to go to if it would, if you'd like it to be one of the organizations on the list, that's great. Or somebody different, we'll make sure those funds go to the correct organization. All right. And then, of course, long term, you can always think about the Richland Foundation, which provides, you know, just tons of scholarships uh, and keeps people uh, in our community. Uh, it gives them a pathway through Richland. Any, how much every year? It's a staggering number that you give out scholarship. Yes. How much money? Over a million. Yeah, every year, mm-hmm. uh, which is crazy, right? I mean, when you think about that and, and the improvement in people's lives, you can always give to that, right? Yes, you can give to that. You can give to scholarships specifically or directly to student assistance, helping break down some of those barriers with maybe laptops or bus punch cards. Okay, great stuff. Uh, are you guys uh, in school today? We are. We're right. back today. What did you do yesterday? I sat with a cup of coffee and watched the pretty snow come down. <laughs> so when you guys get a snow day, do you get the day off or is Chris, you know, just telling you, you know, get the work done from home? We do get the day off, but I think people are highly encouraged to to get done what they need to get done to stay on track. I answered some emails. All right. Well, Lauren, we appreciate it. Thank you for being here today and uh, we wish you success. This is February 2nd and 3rd. Uh, you can go to richland.edu. Uh, slash give back uh, if you want to find out about the charities they're representing. Do people need to sign up for the blood drive thing? There is a link to sign up for a, a slot, a scheduled okay. slot for the blood drive, and there's also a link to RSVP for the community Luncheon. celebration. We encourage anybody. It's a public event to attend. All right, and that's at noon on Friday? That is at noon. All right, Lauren, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank Have you. a great day. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Back with more right after this. Today, we've got a chance of snow up until around noon. It's going to be mostly cloudy with a high of 28. Tonight, mostly cloudy and mostly clear, low around 19. For Friday, mostly cloudy and windy with a high near 40. And Saturday, 30% chance of rain afternoon, cloudy with a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 21 degrees. Your WSOI time is 7.52. And this look at your weather is brought to you by Shaner's Towing. Fast, reliable, 24-hour towing in the Decatur area. Call Shaner at 217-875-2200. When you have car trouble and need a tow, trust Shaner's Towing. Shaner's of Decatur is your best choice for business towing solutions in central Illinois. Roadside assistance, farming, towing and recovery, auto repairs and tires and more. If you're looking for a fast and reliable partner for all auto and heavy-duty needs, just visit Shanerstowing.com. Trust Shaners and save their number, 875-2200. That's 875-2200. When accidents happen, when you need a repair, trust Shaners Towing. 
One night only. Save the date for Cirque Zuma Zuma at the Kirkland Fine Arts Center, February 4th. As seen on America's Got Talent, this troupe of acrobats and dancers will amaze you with nonstop action and incredible feats, showcasing a variety of traditional African dance, including South African gumboot dancers, Gabonese tumblers, Tanzanian chair and handstand balancing, contortionists, and more. Join us for this exciting family-friendly event. Get your tickets now at kirklandfinearts.com or call 217-424-6318. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Didn't he just pass away not all that long ago? I don't know. Steve Winwood? Yeah, don't. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, who is, that was Love and, or no, what was the name of the? Spencer Davis Group. Spencer Davis Group. I always group. forgot. You had, you had told me about that. Yeah, he, uh, I think passed away, or, or did he not? I just learned he was in the Spencer Davis Group <laughs> from you okay. on this show. Maybe, is he still alive? I don't know. I have <laughs> I haven't thought of Steve. Oh, man, yet. I I swear I thought he passed away, but according to Wiki, he's still around. Is that right? Is he on tour? He's uh, seventy-four years old. Yeah, he he. By the way, he joined the Spencer Davis Group at the age of fourteen. Oh, okay. Along with his older brother. Do you know what his older brother's name was? No, Muff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got SteveWinwood.com. I think he's still not only alive, but I think he's still active. Yeah, I think so. Well, he has done. uh, He's probably the least common known name to have some of the biggest songs that you've heard throughout your life, you know, and in movies and everything else that doesn't, you know, he's not Bob Dylan. He's Mm -hmm. not sort of the Beatles. He's not the Rolling Stones. But I mean, if you think about just the stuff, stuff that he has been in and around and a part of. Yeah, big, big. uh And the solo career that sort of like in the MTV days in the 80s where he had some stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Higher Love, I think was the name of the song. Yes. And what was the other one? Um He wasn't back in the high life again, was he? Uh Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. But Dear Mr. Fantasy, I, you, you know, I mean, like stuff that's like, you know, in Avengers movies. Yeah. But his name doesn't, you know what I mean? Or you don't connect all the dots. Right. Yeah, he's big, big like time. With Clapton, you know, he, I mean, he was a, and I love his voice. He's very young in that song. Wow. Give me some loving. That's a great song. Traffic, Blind Faith. I mean, you know, he was in some great bands when you go back and you look at uh, Higher Love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Finer Things, Back in the High Life Again. That came later, like 1986, right? Mm-hmm. Valerie, remember that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's a terrible song. <laughs> Amy Winehouse redid it. It was really good. Really? Mm-hmm. They do, uh, on the Dan Patrick show, they do a version of it called Celery, with talking <laughs> about salaries. That's funny. <laughs> Blind Faith? Yeah. Clapton, Ginger Baker, and Rick Gresh? Yeah. I don't know that name. You don't? Mm-mm. Uh Traffic is some of my favorite stuff. Uh I'm trying to think, did Blind Faith do... um I think that's when Clapton left Cream mm-hmm. and then formed that band. Yeah, it said uh, uh, bass guitar. This guy that I was looking at, uh, Rick, Rick Gresh, played uh, bass guitar and violin with Family and mm-hmm. then Supergroups Blind Faith and Traffic. And then he had also played with Ginger Baker. So that lineage, you're, you're right on the money. If, with if you look at Well All Right, that is a song you will know. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you play it, whether you know it by name or not. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying I didn't recognize this guy's name, the the bassist in that group. Yeah. Well, there you go. I I know I I really thought I I thought for sure maybe it's somebody in that timeline in and around that Eric Clapton Steve Winwood world. Mm-hmm. I thought he passed away like not all that long ago. Yeah, you know, you made this point earlier this week uh about the the beginning of rock and roll. And we've talked a few times in the last couple months about Laurel Canyon and all these people. Uh-huh. 
just even clicking on Steve Winwood and looking, he was a session player for Robert Palmer. I mean, and, and then now we're talking about in a band with Clapton and Ginger Breaker and another side. It's like, man, the overlapping and the weaving. Well, it was all new. Right. It's and, so and they were cool. all doing it. And exploring. You know, and, 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 and it, it was, it was a blank canvas. Yeah. I mean, it will never be that again. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. So for sure. Especially um, with hindsight, knowing what they became or, or oh, what the body of work is. There's no doubt yeah. about it. That's great. I mean, no doubt about it. Uh, and uh, feeling all right. I love that song. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was done by traffic. And if you go look at some of their great work, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really, uh, am a fan of his voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's his. It's just, I mean, he, it's recognizable. One note in. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And then like Dave Mason, who was in traffic, mm-hmm. then went on to play with Fleetwood Mac right. and Ringo Starr. Yeah, I mean, it's all like, you, it's just a tree. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be back. Car, home, mobile device, we're there. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Governor Pritzker has signed three new bills One amends the current state budget to pay off the state's remaining unemployment trust fund debt. Controller Susanna Mendoza has already begun payment of the $1.37 billion, saying it saves taxpayers $20 million in interest. Another bill amends the state's procurement and construction capability for public utilities. The third amends state election laws about vacancies at county offices. Gas prices are on the rise again, and Illinois is home to some of the highest in the nation. The national average is $3.42 a gallon. AAA says that's $0.33 cents more. Than a month ago. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.